Hello and welcome again to the Rugby Blindside podcast, the podcast that aims to discover more about what happens off the pitch in rugby by speaking to the people who work at the rugby clubs, unions and associations. My name is Will and we are back to speak to another guest about their experiences and stories in rugby. This podcast is brought to you by Rugby Blindside. Feel free to check out our quarterly magazine and website for the latest news, features and opinion. You can do that at rugbyblindside.com. My guest this week is Sean Phelan. Sean currently plays for Rackle Decker in Tolworth, Surrey. He's been involved with the club for years and has held positions all throughout the club, including captain, fixture secretary and social secretary. Sean started Fill Your Boots in 2015 as a player exchange to help stop games from being cancelled due to a lack of available players. And now, Fill Your Boots has developed into an all-new social network platform that connects you with clubs in your local area in order to make more grassroots rugby matches happen. Sean is also a big Harlequins fan and is dad to three kids, Lulu, Rocco and Maddox. Hi, Sean. Welcome to the Rugby Blind Side podcast. Uh, How are you doing? I'm good. (laughs) Thanks for having me. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thanks, mate. Not too bad at all. Good. Um, I'm just going to start off, as I've started off a few of these, um, by asking you what your first memory of rugby was, whether that's either playing or just going down to your local club. What was it? Um, I I grew up around... um, So I played for a club called Regal Decker, and uh, my dad played there for for a million years as well so my my first memories would be going being on the sideline with my mum with my sister um every saturday uh just sort of being the nuisance kids um yeah i I guess that yeah that would be the first memories i've got i've got you know i've got lots of sort of firsts first time i saw harlequins that type of thing um but yeah, yeah it's, it's it's been in the blood for a long time. So yeah, lots of lots of happy memories. Good, not bad. Well, I mentioned in the intro um, you've been involved with Rackle Decker for quite a while, and you've been captain, fixture secretary, social sec, and all of that. So how did you first get involved working with the club rather than just sort of playing? Um, uh, probably out of necessity more than more than choice. Um, yeah. As I just mentioned, my, my dad was, uh, he's been captain, chairman, everything at, at, at DECA since since the 80s. And I guess it was, I don't want to say natural progression, but, you know, we're, we're, we're a very small club. So it's, there's a, there's only a handful of people that have ever got involved, really. So uh, I guess it's just, it's in that genes and started off quite young doing social secretary bits and then they groom you and do sort of four or five years on the on the fixture secretary bit which yeah, I really enjoyed um I was going to say then, which bit which bit did you enjoy most social sec or fixture sec <laughs> um well social sec I was probably a 17 or 18 year old kid so it, was, it wasn't a bad bad little job to have um organizing the Christmas do and, and stuff like that um I yeah, I love doing all that sort of stuff. Uh, fixture secretary again, loved it. It was it was a good way of interacting with people and and organ- making sure everything was organised. And then and then captaincy eventually was just yeah, it's what my dad did. So to have sort of the second generation 
I'd love my kids to do it, whether they decide to play rugby or not. I'd, I'd love them to to do that too. But yeah, each one has sort of different special memories. The captaincy, managed, you know, I was able to captain the club at the smallest club World cup that we that we held in 2015. So that you know, so everything that led up to that was special. Having our our end of season awards at Twickenham, being you know having to give the captain's sort of speech at, at that. At Twickenham, again, it was special, special sort of thing. So yeah, there's lots of lots of special memories that go with each either each of the positions. And yeah, I love it. I, I would happily do it again. Yeah. Well, I'm, although I mean, if, anyone, if any if anyone from them are listening, I'm not doing it now. <laughs> one one day, one day again. Um, I was going to say like a lot of people have probably seen you across social media, you've got quite a strong presence on social media, especially in the rugby community. So they probably have heard about Record Deco and everything that you do. But for some of those that might not have done, could you just like give us a quick explanation of what the club's all about and everything like that? Yeah, so um, Record Deco is, is, is a very you know, one-team club. Um, we don't have a clubhouse as such. We don't train as such, although we're doing, we're doing some bits at the moment. And... We we have uh, just managed to sort of get a hold of a local pub, and they're looking after us in in the clubhouse way. Um, yes, yeah, so we've never we've never really had assets. We've never really had uh, infrastructure to have the the minis and juniors and the and the and the ladies teams and stuff like that that everyone else ha- has. So yeah, we we've scraped by for the last sixty odd years. Um, yeah, it was a company team. Uh, the company was then sold off, and we were the last of the last of the named clubs. Yeah, there was a football club, cricket club, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Just as a lot of companies had in in the eighties and nineties. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, we we're lucky that we've got a very s- strong core of of volunteers that make sure that things happen, and you know, we're we're incredibly hopeful of getting. A t- obviously, um, we haven't played any rugby for. A, was two years so it'd be really we're really quite nervous about what the next few weeks hold yeah we've had some decent numbers of training but um whether that translates in onto a saturday afternoon i have no idea are you putting your boots back on or oh yeah for sure yeah <laughs> yeah i think i think maybe a year ago i probably would have i don't know maybe a year ago Thought, I think thoughts went through everybody's minds, didn't they, about whether that people would play again. And mm. yeah, I'm a father of three, so to have Saturday afternoons free is going to be rare. And but yeah, I'd like to. I'd certainly like to. I, I think I will for for the majority of the season. But it, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, not as not as that, consistently as you not used as consistent to. as yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I'm not 17 or 18 anymore. <laughs> can't do this stuff even at training we did a training session a couple of weeks ago and it was probably the first tackle I'd made in in 18 months and the next day I just couldn't walk <laughs> and it wasn't even like it wasn't wasn't anything massive it wasn't a big hit it was a controlled but it was just getting in those positions and which I just haven't done for a long time so it's yeah um I'm not sure I'm not sure my knees and my hips and my back and um, everything else is looking forward to going back but it's hard um, to walk away isn't it 
it is massively you're, you're, hard you're, to a, you're a long time retired let's say no, uh, yeah 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 I, uh, yeah i will never retire uh, yeah <laughs> that's good well uh, yeah glad you told us a little bit about decca there because that sort of brings us onto fyb rugby and the origins of why you started it so if you could just outline that that'd be great yeah yeah, yeah. so the 2015 as i said i was the captain of the club in 2015 and we had put together this tournament called the smallest rugby club world cup which sort of coincided with the opening weekend of of the rugby world cup 2015 and um like, we've always struggled for players we yeah, as i said we were one team club and we've always struggled to get 15 consistently and sort of leading up to that point it was getting rather embarrassing to ask you know either cancelling or borrowing players because no one wants to do that you want to turn up with 15 16 fully fit and well i wouldn't say fully fit but you know you <laughs> know what enough. i mean <laughs> fit enough yeah people that are willing to put on a jersey and it just wasn't happening we were cancelling games left right and center and it's just it, it, one it's not fair on, on the, the opposition especially on a friday night if you are to be the one that makes that phone call it's so embarrassing mm. so we had this tournament and we ended up getting two for, for a t- for a tournament that was dedicated to to one team clubs like us. We managed to put out two sides. Bar- so we called them a, the Barbarian, a Barbarian team, which had other people from other than the clubs playing as well. Fortunately, one of, well, fortunately, unfortunately, one of the teams dropped out the night before, ironically. So that we we were able to give all these players a. Uh, a game but then the week after we could we could get nine people out on the week after hmm. bear in mind we've just gone from 35 or 40 people wanting to play in this tournament to nine being available the next week and it's just it was just frustrating and so I, i'd spoken to a few people about setting up some sort of pool of players and in and how, however however it was going to be done but just if you're cancelled, come and play. You know, don't cancel, but send some players elsewhere to to you know yeah. bolster everyone else's numbers. Because at the end of the day, they all want to play, and we want to have a game. Yeah. So yeah. You know, if it, we had nine people on that second weekend, so it was 20, 26 players ish that weren't playing rugby. So that's 27, 26, 27 people away from the game, and. And that's not good for anybody. Uh, yeah. you, you know as well as I do that there's you know, a player shortage at second and third team level. And, you know, t- clubs that once had four, five and six 15s are now struggling to get twos and threes. So we need to keep these people in the game. So long story short, but me and a pal were coming back off. And I've had this idea for a while. So... Uh, Coming back from, I think it was the NFL at Wembley, quite inebriated, had a few beers, and on the sign, uh, the, the 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 railway, uh, the, the adverts on the tube, yeah, one said Philly Roots, and my mate sort of touched me on the shoulder and that's what you're calling your thing, mm. and I was like, that's that's genius, absolutely genius. So the following day, created a Facebook page, created a Twitter page. As you do, try to come up with some. I don't know if I can spare some shitty logo, and <laughs> so how are we um, here as well? <laughs> and um, and I sort of off to the races. So and you know, and because I was captain and and the fixture secretary, I had everyone in the Surrey areas 
email addresses anyway. So I just I I sent a blanket email to everybody. Said, look, I'm sick of this. You must be sick of this. Let, let's let's do something about it. And loads of people come back saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and within the first couple of hours of the page being created, we had 250 people like the Facebook page. Oh. So, so that was sort of 2015. And, 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 you know, I just thought there must be a way of, and originally it was just going to be for Surrey-based things because I thought oh, it would be easy to control. But then, you know, someone from the North was, look, a team from the North were looking for players and, 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 a player from Guildford who's now actually Guild who hadn't played for a while, but then played for Guildford on a uh, messaged Philly Roots on a random Friday, and is now their second team or third team captain. Mm. So at, at that point, I went, ah, there's something. There is there's definitely something here. So you know, again, just plugged away and, and, and tried to build up this this network of people. And you know, today we're up to. 25,000 people following us across um, Facebook and, and Twitter and, and Instagram and we'll get on to it in a second but it's now evolved into something completely completely I, I think revolutionary for the sport and hopefully people will, will jump on board and think actually yeah this is a great idea but it's just been people say oh you know, you, why do you do it and it's because I love the sport hmm. Yeah, you know, it's me on a Friday night when people are sending in messages looking for players. It's not, it's not a, it's not a random computer. It, it, you know, people are replying to me, and that it's, it's such a great feeling when you're able to, you know, save people's games and save people's Saturdays, and you know, this, you your, your two, your two players short, and that's twenty eight people that. Potentially not going to play a game. Yeah, it's twenty eight twenty eight plus points in the bar that aren't going to mm. be bought. And it's a whole knock on effect. So, well, I, th- I was just going to interrupt. There. I was going to say I think it's important that people realise that it's you and it is just you as well. You don't have like yeah, a team yeah. of people that like you've got a network all around of just like people helping you out on a Friday night. It is literally just you saving as many games as you can. And like yeah, you said, yeah. father of three, busy working guy doing this in your spare time just to help grow the yeah. game so i think i mean hats off to you there I and mean, you're, you're giving up a lot of time for the game so fair, fair yeah, play to you and, and without jumping on the soapbox it's it's um if if it wasn't me who would it be yeah, yeah i get that yeah and you know without there's been no help or assistance from any of the county boards. There's been no, well, until recently, there's been no, nothing from the RFU. There's, um, so it just, yeah, it's, it's, whilst it's been incredibly rewarding and I wouldn't change it for the world. And you know, I've, I've been able to do, through it, been able to meet some incredible people and do some incredible things. That's not why I was doing it. Mm. The aim was to save as many rugby games as possible because at the end of the day, if I haven't got a game on Saturday, I've got to go shopping. <laughs> or no, I've got to do the garden. No one wants to go to BQ at two o'clock. Well, exactly. Who wants to go to BQ <laughs> on a Saturday, two o'clock on a Saturday? But yeah. you could be running around. And and ultimately, it was to save my club from being going extinct. Yeah, I get that. And and you know they've been one of the beneficiaries of it. And you know like 
hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other clubs have. And I mean, and I mean hundreds and hundreds. I couldn't even tell you how many players and, and, and games we've managed to save. But, you know, at the end of the day is that my club is still here off the back of something that started as a Twitter feed and a Facebook feed five years ago. And that's, you know, to me, that's incredibly humbling and, and yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, even I, I mean, I've been doing rugby blindside now for three or four of those five or six years that you've been doing fill your boots. And I'm, it's the small things that I notice as well. So you, you're not just there on a Friday night getting people to like fill other people's boots. You're, you're doing the hard graft at the start of each season, helping clubs share their posters, recruitment mm-hmm. and everything like that. So it's not just the, like the short term, oh shit, we, we need to fill a few players a team in in Farnham on on yeah, Saturday. Yeah. It's the long term thing that you've been doing as well. So hopefully that will lead us on to the new platform, the FYB Rugby 3.0, which I've been lucky enough to have a little sneak preview of. But yeah, if you could tell everyone what the new platform is going to bring, how it's going to work, how it can help different clubs, and yeah, just go for it. Yeah, so I think that sort of takes it sort of. Um, I think it sort of starts about 12 months ago or 18 months ago when the pandemic hit and there was a a real decision to make. Was it was it going to be a case of, well, Philly Boots is just going to go, there's no rugby, so there's no point in doing anything. Um, and it just disappears and, and, and sort of gets lost in, in, the, in the COVID ether. Or, or do we change tact and actually do stuff the other stuff like you just mentioned like sharing posters and and, and all the other bits uh, and try and create this hub for everything to do with grassroots now if you look at the RFU's website it's probably got better over the last 12 months but there's very little about the grassroots game and the yeah. characters in it and you know there's some amazing characters in it and um that yeah, you know, they don't do the whole helping clubs promote it. They say they do, and I'm probably sure on the inside, yeah, there's lots of hardworking people trying to you know, trying to get the game moving. But on the outside, if you're on a Twitter feed or a Facebook feed, then you don't you don't see that from them. So someone's got to do it. And that was going back to what we said about if it wasn't if it wasn't Philly Boots, who would it be? That would be you, and it would be guys that are happiness is egg shaped and and, and yeah. blah blah blah. So it was a it was a real sort of conscious effort last year to change into this hub for every all the activity that was going on in the grassroots rugby. So, so the the idea then became to have a, my own social network. Now I've always wanted to have Philly Roots app. Yeah, and you know you can connect a bit like a dating app, and you can connect everything. You know, you can find a map, you can swipe right and you can find a club to play for. Yeah. That's, that would be a dream. But there isn't, there isn't something that's, one, it's bloody expensive. So, so yes, it's, I wanted to create this own, my own social network, just like Facebook and just like, it's essentially, it's a blank Facebook. Hmm. Now we have the opportunity to create this one big, pool of clubs and players and they can all everyone can interact with each other and and then the, the big thing after that was to sort of learn from each other as well 
So now if you if you register, it's all free. And that again, uh, I haven't even given you any details yet, but uh, as to what this is, but it was it's essentially a, a, a hub where people can come and find a game, interact with clubs, um, learn off each other. So there's groups and there's forums and there's a whole bank of, of resources. Um, and then it's going to be full of podcasts and webinars and stuff that we've created, um, friends have created, corporate people have, have created for us in order to, so we can all grow and learn and ultimately thrive together. But the still the essence is we want to keep matches happening. Yeah. So it's 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 really cool. It's finally finished. It's taken a long time because it was either very expensive or allowed to do it myself. Again, so yeah, we go back to doing it yourself, and you know, the, the person at the end of it is always going to be me, and much to my wife's dismay. <laughs> taking a lot of time away but yeah it, it does yeah it does she, she probably has to understand that there's there's two loves in this relationship there's her and there's rugby so 100 100 <laughs> you said that not me it's in the other room um <laughs> so yeah so this is it's a yeah so i wanted it to be a place where people come they can share their stories share their insights share their what 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 is your club doing that another club down the road could learn from um uh yeah so it's a, it's it's a, it's cool it's you can go and register now it's all free um that was a dilemma that i had that you know could it be something that was put behind a paywall and at, at the end of the day is just no just don't yeah. think that's fair to anybody it's not pitch hero it's not any of those types of apps it's not yeah. a, a a team management or what i've kind of decided to call it a, a club development tool Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's 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 certainly going to be a work in progress, and if, yeah. you know, certainly open to to new ideas and and things that people want to see once they've registered. And it's got all the tools that you would expect from Facebook, a blank Facebook. You can share photos and um, so, with people. Uh, yeah, messages. I was just I was just going to dive in there. So if so, for example a club wants to register, they go in and they, they set up a page and then people can find their club wherever they are and everything like that. And if I understand it right, a player can just sign up, register and just either interact with other players in the game or if they want to go find a club, they can just research and find yeah. basically all information about the clubs that are also registered on the platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, two, there's, there's a few ways of registering. So you can register as a club and you get the club's profile and you fill it all out. Once you filled it all out, you you'll go onto our map, which is will be if it was anything like the last map, then it'll be it'll be full of clubs all over the world, and hopefully it'll be bigger. And every you know once this sort of takes off, then there'll be hundreds and hundreds of thousands of clubs signed up. Um, and then once you're on the map, you get a very nice verif- verification tick, which you know, which always excites people. Um, so that's the clubs. And again, everyone has you'll, everyone has access to the same stuff. And then, if you register as a player, you get your own, you get a slightly different profile with different information. So then you can 
connect with people. If you want, you know, you can register as a volunteer, you can register as a coach. Just one just means that we could, if, if we need to tailor some content towards more or more content towards coaches, then we can do it because we know that there's a thousand on there or yeah. there's a thousand players. So we'll, we'll, you know, we'll make sure we're, we're filling as we go with the right relevant content. There's no, there's no, um, no algorithm like like Facebook. You, if you're, you know, if you're friends with someone or you're friends with a another club, you'll see everything. Yeah. Um, so nothing goes missing. Which I, whilst I don't know if, if if there'll be too many corporate pages, but I think it could be a very good selling point to corporate pages that you're not going to get the one percent of Facebook or Facebook following. You're going to get everyone that follows you. Yeah. So. I think that's quite a cool feature. There's there's groups, there's groups set up. So again, the way that obviously in an ideal world, it would have maps and it would have you know the, the it would have ways and means of clubs telling people in that local area that they're looking for players. In the meantime, there's a, a group for every county board in in, in England. Uh, and there will be Wales and Scotland in, in due course, uh, which you know, clubs and players can all go in there and that essentially will become your pool of people. Just, yeah, I know there's hundreds of them on, on Facebook, but this is, you know, obviously we'd love this to be the definitive uh, definitive platform for, yeah. for that. Um, then there's also, you know, in our resources section, which we hope will be, the biggest library of of articles, podcasts, webinars, blogs on di- on different subjects. So we've got marketing, finance, groundskeeping, running a clubhouse, um, accountancy, uh, mental health, which was a big one for me. Um, training, all sorts. There'd be their own groups and forums as well. So if you're if you're the treasurer at your club. You can join other treasurers and you know try and learn off each other. And yeah, yeah, share knowledge and experience. Share knowledge, exactly. Around. Share knowledge and hopefully make this, you know, everyone can grow and thrive together. So that's 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 that. We've also then got our sort of TV channel of all the stuff that we've done over the last eighteen months, all the podcasts, all the, all the, and then we've also got some other podcasts lined up to come and join us. So there'll be always something for people to watch and tune into and interact with and. You can have you, within those groups as well. I didn't even say this. Within those groups as well, you can set up your own Zoom calls. So perhaps okay. you know, once a month, we'll have our, you know the treasurers will have a big Zoom call and they can all chat to each other and and you know have a have a monthly meeting that way. And all the, all the mental health um, support team at, at clubs can all meet together on on Zoom through the through the platform. So there's all the there's all these little things. That you can you can sort of go and have a play with and, and and hopefully we can all grow this together. Yeah, and just basically, just like you said, it's just a networking site for it's just a, yeah, it's, it's just a networking site. Yeah, that we could have made this really overcomplicated, but I think that would have made been really expensive. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and then and then you go through the whole thing of charging people and stuff like that. So this isn't yeah. this isn't that. This is everyone can come and grow together and hopefully find a player or two for, for a few games and it's just another uh, and also be, be another avenue to promote your club 
yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, I want you know help clubs promote themselves. And that if this is another channel of doing it, then then, then amazing. Yeah, cool. Um, well, yeah. Finally, I was just going to say, like, what do you see the long term plans for FYB? Do you see an FYB? 4.0, 5.0, or is this? Oh yeah, this is certainly. I think this this is certainly phase one of this stage, I guess. Um, yeah, all the other stuff that I've mentioned that I'd love to see happen. Maps, swiping right, uh, an app. Yeah, I'd really love an app. Yeah. If if enough people if enough people sign up, then it, it, I can justify it. Um, I think it'd be really really cool. Yeah. There's yeah, there's there's lots of other sort of things that I would love to play with within the tool itself to see how it works but again it needs it needs people being active on it to yeah to really find out what works and what doesn't work at the moment we're still in the very early stages of this um this this phase one yeah and we'll, we'll look at things for phase two and phase three down the line but this is uh, I, I want this just to be the, the start of, of building a community that everyone can be part of. Well, it doesn't matter where in the world you are, as long as you love grassroots rugby and you play the game and you want to help grow the game, then then sign up, be part of it. Yeah, well, I think it, I think it's a great idea, and I think I think it's needed. I mean, clubs have used platforms such as like Twitter, Facebook, and everything like that, just as third party sites. I mean, to try and grow their club and grow the game in general and attract players and everything like that so just to have everything all in one place that is just rugby focused I just think yeah it's a great idea we just need people to buy in they need to they need to go onto the site they need to sign yeah, up they need to, yeah they need to sign up yeah it's one so, of yeah, those things we're just, just now that's yeah it's just to say that one of those things we're just the more people the more people get involved the better it is and it, I'm sure as soon as it might start off a bit slow but I'm sure it'll just take off at one point and it'll be yeah, the best things yeah. for, for rugby uh, yeah, I, hope, I, I hope so I, look, I, yeah the more people that use it and this is not me trying to sell you know come come join us the more people that use it the more benefit that everyone will get out of it yeah um, and if you do join yeah if you do register then come and join in on, on all of the chats and, and tell me what you want to see and we'll we'll, we'll make it happen and we'll, we'll yeah we'll We'll work on things to um, to make it better because we know yeah. we know where it is at the moment. But I think you know, I think with people using it and, and people interacting with it, then then hundred percent will we've got this potential for something really quite good here uh, and beneficial to to the to the sport. And yeah, yeah I'm really proud of it, uh, and I'm really excited by where where it's going to go in the next. Hopefully, yeah, you know, this season it'll be it'll be a People, once people start using it and, and we're not going to stop using Facebook and Twitter and, and all that because that'd just be silly you know, yeah. six years building up this network of, of people it'd be silly to, to just go oh well we're not using you now yeah. we'll come and join us yeah, that's just yeah, that's, that's not going to help anyone but eventually down the line we'd love everybody to be on our app and or on our website and, and using okay. it on a weekly basis yeah definitely well, that sounds great. Well, what we'll do, we'll put a link in, in the description and everything to, to your website and your social channels and everything like that so people can check you out. Um, and just, yeah, thanks for coming on board and thanks for, for sharing the journey that FYB Rugby is. 
and what it's going to be. We, I've always been a big supporter of what you do. I think it's great. I mean, Rugby Blindside focuses on off the pitch stuff, but without people playing on the pitch, my side of the t- my side of the game would be pointless. So absolutely, yeah. And I, I, I really appreciate the last sort of six years of support that you, you've given me. Will um, it doesn't happen without people like you. So you know, as much as you know, it's me tweeting at. Silly o'clock at night. It's also the people that share it and, and like it and, and um, help support it. So without without you, the, it, ha- it doesn't exist. So thank I really really appreciate it, and I look forward to having a beer with you very very soon. Yeah, very very soon. Yeah, you're welcome, mate. It's it's, it's good to work together on it. So yeah, cheers for coming Absolutely. on, and um, hopefully we'll speak and see each other very soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Will. All right. Cool. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Rugby Blindside podcast. To discover more about what happens off the pitch in rugby, please check out our website, rugbyblindside.com, where you can access our quarterly magazine, as well as the latest news, features and interviews. You can find the Rugby Blindside podcast wherever you get your pods. If you haven't already, please click subscribe to make sure you receive our future episodes in your feed. Until then, thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time on the Rugby Blindside podcast.